the bouquet of 14 flowers concluded with us being pointed out five practices to be done daily. Daily reading, studying, contemplating and living the Gita and bringing out the beauty of that song in our actions, in our mind, in our meditation. Bhagavad Gita. Daily study of the Bhagavad Gita. A question was forwarded to me that does Bhagavad Gita mean that in general any of our scriptures? Yes, in a larger sense, we can understand a red, regular study of the scriptures. But here, the great Acharya has specifically mentioned Bhagavad Gita. The reasons many of us can know and understand. And that is why even our Puja Gurudev, every Gyan Yagya in the evening was on Bhagavad Gita and emphasized the study of the Bhagavad Gita daily. And he used to say, study two verses of the Bhagavad Gita daily. Reflect on it. And those understanding bits, live it in your life. And the joy of fulfillment then you will experience in your heart is the divine vision of the butter thief of Vrindavan. Why so much emphasis has been given to Bhagavad Gita? Our Indian spiritual literature is so vast. Yet, the importance that Bhagavad Gita has gained because first and foremost, it is the very quintessence, the very essence of the Upanishads, the spiritual knowledge. It shows us what is Dharma. And the most beautiful thing about Bhagavad Gita, it applies to everyone at any stage of their growth. In fact, it can take a person from a state of depression to the highest state of enlightenment. Bhagavad Gita also makes this philosophical knowledge practical for us by interspersing in midst of Brahma Vidya the knowledge of the truth which is to be gained directly the means, the yoga, the means by which we can. It also gives us a way of thinking, not just a way of life, by which we will come to understand the very essence of Dharma.
the very essence of right living. And therefore, it being a book of spiritual science for every level of society, for every profession, for every type of human being. It integrates so beautifully not only our personalities, physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual, but also integrates the various different parts meant for people with different psychological temperament. The path of knowledge, rational thinking, inquiry, and knowledge combined with meditation, the path of devotion and love, the path of dynamic, dedicated actions, and also the path of single-pointed meditation. All these, how they have to be integrated in our personality, serially, and therefore the knowledge for all the types of seekers is there in the Bhagavad Gita. It is meant for the sannyasis. It is also most applicable to the people in their family and professional life. That's why the greatness of the Bhagavad Gita, where it caters to a wide, what, almost a complete range of human seekers. Therefore, the emphasis on Bhagavad Gita. We may study, read our various scriptures, and while we are doing that, we also begin to realize that how everything is there in the Bhagavad Gita. So I hope any doubt that is there in your mind is cleared. It can, of course, mean that as you study the scriptures with the knowledge of the one indivisible truth, but its applications at all levels is there in the Bhagavad Gita. And therefore, Bhagavad Gita symbolizes, summarizes the very quintessence of all our spiritual knowledge. So, Bhagavad Gita Kinchita Dita, Ganga Jalalava Kanika Pita. In India, we worship all our rivers because they are the source of life. But it is on their banks that cultures have grown. At the same time, many great thinkers, rishis, munis have contemplated on their banks and having got revelations have passed on this knowledge. Therefore, it was earlier said, Ganga Jalalava Kanika Pita. But a heart which is not full of devotion, 
cannot understand the subtlety of the knowledge that is there in the Bhagavad Gita or in the Upanishads. Therefore, the Acharya said, Nama Sahasram. Chant the many names of the Lord. And that also we explained yesterday so that we do not become fanatic and say only this name God is true. In fact, no one word can fully indicate and describe the infinite. And therefore, thousands of names, therefore, thousands of contemplations, thousands of meanings to reveal to us that one infinite truth. Yet, out of these thousands names, knowing that there are thousands of names, what millions of names, we can choose the name that is dearest to us. And therefore, it is said also by Shivji and all most of our scriptures, that of the thousands of names, Ram Nam, the name of Rama. We even chant Ram, Sham, Shiva. But know that he has got thousands of names. Nam Sahasram. Yeyam Shripati Rupamajasram. Not only meditate on the form of the Lord which is dear to you in your heart, but know that this entire world, the entire nature, which is the wealth, who is the Lord of that wealth? Keep contemplating that whenever you see any name or form or quality, what brings it life? Dhyayam Shripati Rupa Majasram Neyam Sajjana Sange Chittam Do not underestimate and in Bhajagovindam you can see three times satsang has been mentioned. At first, you have to take your mind to satsang. You have to prompt your mind to satsang. Once in satsang you get attached to the higher, then the mind itself will effortlessly take you there. And very important is Deyam Dina Janayacha Vittam. Share with people what you have in plenty. Share with those who are needy. This is also a very important part of sadhana, which expands our heart. Even in the Bhagavad Gita, as well as in the Upanishads, the Veda, it is very clear that yagya, dana, tapa. These three should never be given up. Yajna, all actions done as a worship, as a sense, as a sense of gratitude for the well-being of many. Tapa, all those methods by which you master your mind 
and lead your mind to that which is the highest. And dana, where you expand your limited self to share and feel a oneness with everyone. So this is the very essence of sadhana covered in these five practices. Today itself, sit down and make your calendar, make your timetable that these five practices will be done daily. There are no doubt Bahirang Sadhana and the Acharya will be pointing out the Antarang Sadhana. But these practices as we interact with the world are essential. This must be our daily practice. In fact, it is a complete sadhana to integrate all our personality, all our aspects of life, personal as well as social. Practice this daily and you will see the unfoldment. Therefore, with this bouquet of 14 flowers concluded. Now, the following four verses are again attributed directly to Sri Adi Shankaracharya himself as the concluding, summarizing and benedictory verses in which you can probably see the very pleased Guru who having heard the reflections and convictions of the 14 students or the Shishyas, disciples who were with him, who have reflected and lived the life that the Guru has taught and demonstrated to them. Therefore, these four verses not only summarizes all that moha mudkara, the remover of our delusion, has been crying out to us with loving compassion, but with a whipping urgency. Now, the Acharya summarizes and says, let our life not be so unfortunate. Let there not be a regret and alas in our life so that we should start here and now and no longer be carried away by our delusions and our attachments. So therefore, again, awakening call by the great Acharya and he says, Sukhata kriyate rama bhogaha paschadhanta sharire rogaha yadhyapi loke maranam sharanam tadapina munchati papa charanam bhajagovindam bhajagovindam govindam bhajamudhamate Samprapte sannihite kale 
नहीं नहीं रक्षति डुक्रिन करणी सुखत क्रियते रामा बोगा फॉर हैप्पीनेस वन कॉन्स्टेंटली इंडल्जेस इन कार्नल और सेंशुअस प्लेजर्स एंड वी हैव सीन थ्रूआउट बाइज गोविंदम the difference between happiness and sense pleasure first and foremost what should hit us is that pleasures are temporary and they are limited finite while we are seekers of happiness fulfilling and satisfying still the immediate pleasures that give us a wee bit of sense of joy distracts us from our main goal and over indulgence in this pleasures hanta alas sharire roga each pleasures as you would have seen also in the reflection of nachiketa that the more you indulge the more your senses become weak and you are no longer able to enjoy the very sense object mm -hmm. see there are such lovely flowers blooming and their fragrances but after some time you have to sneeze it out that's the way pleasures of the world are पश्चात हंत शरीरे रोग यद्यपि लोके मरणम शरणम इवन दो द फाइनल रेफ्यूज ऑफ एवरी वन इन दिस लाइफ इन दिस बॉडी इज डेथ तदपि न मुंचति पापाचरणम येट वी आर नॉट एबल टू गिव अप आवर रॉन्ग वेज our sinful ways this word papa translated in english as sin very often gives us a very gruesome picture of a crime done against god for which god is ready to punish us and make us suffer in hell Pujya Gurudev used to make it very clear the larger connotation of the word papa is that when we do any wrong action, when we say wrong action, when our intention, when our purpose, and at the same time there is no clarity of why we are doing the actions. and we do it only for our selfish pleasures what happens is that the result of that action rebounds back on us not only with a gross fruit but in the mind as agitation and sorrow and therefore very beautifully is to say that we are not punished for our sins we are punished by our sin 
Therefore, to understand that we are not able to give up our wrong ways. And what is wrong that rebounds back to us in the form of regret, sorrow, frustration, or further bondage, craving, etc. That is what is called as sinful ways. Papa Charanam. That which comes back to us as sorrow. This is so timely, this message. As we have been seeing, that we have to outthink uncertainty. Yet, we are not even prepared for what is so obviously certain. At this moment, because of the virus spread, we have to confront, and especially those who are in the front line, those who are there right in the midst of the, the whole uh, epidemic, not only physical illnesses that come due to our overindulgence, but also that spread because of us not being careful. When we start thinking about all these things, we are confronted and these are the times we may send out messages, make up videos and think to ourselves, what is life, etc. But as we have seen, and history is an evidence, whether a hundred years ago there was a pandemic like this, whether we've had wars in which many people have died, whether there has been recessions, yet carried away by mere pleasures, we forget all this. We lose our alertness, vigilance. And then, when we are hit by diseases, when we are hit by a recession or economic crisis, we all seem to wake up at that moment, however, temporarily. If we have to create a transformation in ourselves and the world, our convictions must be strong, based on strong reasoning and understanding, which is given to us by the Bhagavad Gita, where clearly we can see that Arjuna was no doubt mighty, great, proficient as a warrior, yet when he comes to face the most challenging situation, which could also turn out to be the greatest opportunity for him, not only to make history, not only to fulfill his goals, not only finally to get rid in society of all the injustices that were being done. It was not only an opportunity for him to make history, but an epic. And that Arjuna falls back into his emotional dilemmas and collapses there. If we do not regularly introspect, 
we make those changes as our positive habits not just a momentary inspiration or a regret but it becomes our positive habits we must cultivate so that the world does not have to go through what it is going through now yes such incidents do awaken us and have got many many benefits but don't forget to cash on those benefits when you say cash on those benefits to create that inner transformation by reflecting by pondering by self inquiry let us make that transformation that when and surely everything that has come will go nothing is permanent we have come through in life from the greatest of all crises whether personal or whether social or even globally yes this might be an awakening call it is said that the sustainer of the universe first gives you a warning call then a little bit of a club on the head before the annihilation comes annihilation comes we should know that there is always a ray of hope we can only transform ourselves transform our way of living transform our attitudes transform our relationships in positive manners so that when this situation is over or any situation in our life is over we come out richer wiser healthier and as better human beings therefore the great acharya warns us do not get again carried away in such pleasures and forget the importance of this self transformation for when i transform the world transforms we are interconnected globally therefore let us all work sincerely with our prayers with our thoughts with our inner changes the changes in our living the changes in our attitude the changes in our global policies as well as also in our over indulgence and excessiveness by which we not only pollute the world but even pollute our surroundings and even our minds therefore the great acharyas have said bhaja govindam bhaja govindam govindam bhaja mudhamate fill your mind with the thoughts of divine fill your mind with the knowledge of the truth fill your mind 
with thoughts of actions that will enrich and benefit the life of many. That indeed is living by which many live. Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam, Govindam Bhaja Mudhamati. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.